All right, welcome back. Welcome back. We are back for another episode of the podcast. The pod. All right, well, uh, my name is Joe Casalados. I'm uh, originally from Tampa, Florida. I met these two guys back in uh, 2013 when we were in grad school together. And uh, I'm currently in my last year of medical school. All right, Joe. And you're Cuban. And I am Cuban. <laughs> Not to play the race card, yeah, but uh, let's just get to the we'll meet. put you on blast. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, demographics are vital on the show, Joe. You're going to learn that very quickly. Um, so hi. Hey, Ann. I am What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm Amelia, and I'm Puerto Rican Dominican from Miami. Dale. So, That's great. And I'm South I guess. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's good to have you guys. All right. Um, the question I have for John and then for both of you guys and ultimately for everybody out there is, uh, I looked up some really interesting facts about marriage and divorce. So the marriage rate actually hasn't declined as much as you'd think, even though the divorce rate has. And that's because most people remarry. I think that's, that's pretty crazy. That's interesting. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I think people still want to get married and they believe in this ideal, uh, long-term relationship with, uh, I guess, does that count for polygamy or is that just a, such a small piece of the pie? So you're saying that people are still getting married at the same rate, divorce rate is coming down? Well, not the same rate, but it's not far either. It's like the marriage, the marriage rate is something like 88%. And then like the second marriage rate is something like 66 so like the drop off is only like twelve percent. Like most people get married and then get married again. So eighty eight to sixty six is twelve percent. Twenty two. Okay. Sorry. So uh, carry the one. Carry the one. <laughs> no. So it's just it's super interesting. Um, I, I guess my the the broader question for us is, you know, marriage has such a big part to do with your upbringing. Like the culture and perhaps the religion you were brought up with probably has a really big influence on how you view marriage. Um, so I was wondering what you guys had to say about that. Like, I, I actually personally believe that marriage is, at least in the Jewish sect, it's pretty much billed as a part of life. Like, it's it's like you get bar mitzvahed, you go to college, you get a job, you get married. Like, it's it's very much circular. Those are the, uh, like, predestined milestones. Yeah, it's sort of like that's what happens, mm -hmm. right? And is it that's what happens or that's what is expected of you? Both. Gotcha. That's what, yeah, Expected. Yeah, is that something you guys experienced in, in your backgrounds? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, that is uh, one of the milestones that you hit as a you know as an adult or uh, when you you know start a family. That's that's kind of expected for you. I mean, there's obviously this uh, ancestral pressure uh, to be married, you know, and everyone in your family always asks when you're going to get married. Oh, is this person the one is that, yeah. but I think that's something very common. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily a, um, an exception. I think that's more so what's understood to happen. And that's kind of how we as modern humans have come to understand how to procreate and have families. Yeah. Joe, how about you? Uh, I'll say that, uh, I mean, as of mine, yeah.
or something that I want to, to strive to find somebody who cares about me who want to build something together. It's, it's, it's not about being by yourself at the point, it's about building something with somebody else and uh, in your own family, making your own new tradition, making your own, like, your own stamp on merit. It's about like cookie cutter for me, more uh, the example that was set for me as far as people around me and families around me. Where I don't, I mean, I, I could I could definitely sound lucky that my parents grew together, and that like I really did, a lot of my family members might have been divorced, but I have some people that have been divorced, and like there, I know other families that were like a really good friend of mine. He uh, he passed he passed away last year, and uh, I thought I just from the outside I thought he was he was mad or not mad, but he was like unhappy. He was quite happy from the outside, but. It wasn't his character. He wasn't, of course, like, no matter what. And that's like, like I'm, this is the whole I brought up. Divorce is not, not an option. Is divorce taboo? Yeah, like, it's not it like... I, I think absolutely there's something sort of salacious about it. On the table for him. And I don't know if that was a Cuban thing, if that was how he was brought up. Because, I mean, I... I people in that family there's a few divorces but like shouldn't interfere with you being happy so john's john you said it was salacious yeah I, th- I think it's it's seen as something like ooh, that person is divorced uh there's something like taboo about it i don't necessarily think that that's a good thing i mean this is a person that probably you know uh loved somebody and they got into a relationship and something happened and it didn't work out and i'm sure you know uh there was a lot of heartbreak and heartache and, and tears and fights and things like that and a lot of emotion attached to it. But I think society sees these people generally as like uh, like scarred almost. You know, they're like, uh, but but not really. Like not in America in 2018. Like that's that's when, what I'm driving. When a at. celebrity gets divorced, though, the tabloids go nuts. Yeah, it's but, like a feeding frenzy. Yes, that's true eyeballs are there but i guess when they get married as well they go crazy right also no one no one really says that the fact that they got divorced is amoral or unfortunate it's more like wow look at the drama well yeah right i think the amoral or uh, aspect of it comes in well i guess how can we sweep it's this? not it's, it's not amoral it's it's no what stigma. religious institutions yeah. have to say about it that makes it stigmatized i think well Yeah, but nobody, nobody, nobody says like it's. There's no stigma attached to it. Jennifer Aniston is single. You're telling me. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is single. She's also Greek, so I got to start working my connections. Jennifer Anderson is Greek? You didn't know that? What? Bro, welcome to 2018. Joe, did you know that Jennifer Anderson was Greek? No, and actually, we're actually watching Along King Polly right now, and it's appreciating Jennifer Anderson, so I can't from she's Greek. Can we, Misogynistic all right, all right, pigs. All right, we need to talk about Jennifer Anderson. We need to have a conversation about Jennifer Anderson. First question, how old is, how old is she right now? That's a great question. I could not tell. She ages, like, perfectly. Em, how old is she? I don't know. Let's, put, well, let's all say a the, guess. We have the internet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put a guess in and then we'll look it up. 
Go ahead. I, I'd say she's I'd say she's fifty three. Fifty three. Joe. M. M. How old is she? Fifty-four. All right, one dollar. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with forty-nine. All right, we, all right. The, the board is clean. Let's go to the Google. Let's look it up. The board is clean. Pot, pot's right. Drum roll, please. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. That's bullshit. Get out of here. Forty-nine. That's bullshit. Is she? Hold on. Let's look it up ourselves. Right, Maybe the, Joe's in my corner. Is subtly. she the finest forty-nine-year-old to ever live? Let me ask. Let's start with. Let's start at the top. No, Jennifer Aniston looks. Way She's better. in fact forty-nine. No BS. Look at the wiki. Wiki never lies. Contrary to every teacher you had in high school, Wikipedia is full of lies. She's only worth two hundred million. Oh, only worth two hundred million. Yeah, dude. French reruns are still on TV. <laughs> Yeah, man. Friends with reruns. How do they calculate someone's worth? Is that a weird question? No, it's not. I'll tell you. Is I, it I their liquid assets? Is I'll it? I'll tell you exactly how it works. I'll tell you exactly how much how they make works. a year. There's no way that's how much they uh, make a year. No. No. The way you calculate net worth is very simple. It's something called a balance sheet, and the balance sheet essentially lines up your assets and your debts. Now, the asset ratio for how you prorate something like a business you own. There's a set percentage that you use, but like your car, your house against your mortgage, like all those things get added. So like your vested stock options, everything that you have. Yeah, right. So she has 209 million. Dude, how much do you think whatever. she makes Ima every time Friends airs an episode? Imagine her running expenses. Imagine how many homes she has, vacations, travel, all this crazy shit, people that she has to pay, publicists, uh, photographers, makeup, wow. hair, all this bullshit. You're right. Right? So that's still uh, 109 mil. Paying all this shit and yeah, probably right. car payments and She's all this got stuff. Mad overhead. Sounds great. Yeah. Joe, your thoughts. Wait, wait, how much did she make per friends episode rerun? Oh, that I don't know. We have no idea, but it's it's gotta be a chunk of change, right? It can't be nothing. Yeah, if you're shooting that shit, that thing is makes daily at least six episodes a day. At least No dude, that shit is on Nickelodeon till four AM. I miss Nick at night. You guys ever watch Nick at night? Uh, I, I didn't grow up with the TV. Oh, Nick at Night. You ever watch Nick at Night? Like Gilligan's Island, that shit was on at night? I love that. Bro, I love Lucy. Oh, I love Lucy? Yeah. I love Lucy. Uh, what else was there? I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie. Isn't that great? Oh, my goodness. What happened? Whose line is it anyway? Oh, did they? Did I liked they? Whose Line Is It Anyway. Dude, I love that show. That was like the only show I was able to watch as a kid when I had basic TV on like a sharp TV. That was a good show. Yeah. All right. Um, so Jennifer Aniston is... 49. 49. And she looks fantabulous. Yeah. And she's not married, you said? I don't believe so. Joe, you guys told not, me that. Joe, she's not married? There you go. What's that about? Really? Anyway. See, but even this side tangent about Jennifer Aniston being married or not, you know, kind of ties back to like yeah. this mystique around marriage and everyone's so in. Right, but it also, it. it also shows you we don't really give a shit that she got divorced. 
That's fair. That's very true. That's right? very fair. We didn't speak about her divorce. We just were concerned if she's married or not. And when, how who's she married to? Freaking attractive she is. Well, that as well. I mean, she's objectively a very beautiful woman. Oh, that's true. Your net worth goes. Oh, her net worth probably goes up oh, after a divorce, but who knows? I don't know. Who she's knows? a big shark, man. Who like in comparison to who she might have been married to? She was married to two people, right? Brad Pitt and some somebody oh, else. Oh, wait, Pitt, Pitt money, Brad Pitt money though. Brad Pitt, I think, is bigger. I think, but Pitt's been. Uh, how old is? Well, Brad Pitt's older. So, how, how old do you think Brad Pitt is, Joe? Fifty-one. Is that it? Is he? I don't know. M, how how old do you think? M is lost interest. M is like, M is like this is just a, a boys club. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is no room for female opinion. I was <laughs> like, I'm not going to waste my time with these idiots. She's like, I'm way better than this. She's probably already drunk and enjoying life. She's doing tequila shots. Just yeah, she's like, come on, Joe, hurry up. Yeah. 54. Yeah, he's a little older. Anyway, so divorce really isn't that big a deal is kind of my point, but... The common thread between everyone in this conversation is we're all first-generation Americans who speak more than two languages. That's fair. And I feel like there's an underlying something there. Of course. I think our uh, our upbringing, culture, ethnicity, language, whatever you want to call it, uh, there is a, a common understanding of what an ideal marriage is. So, okay. So if American culture— or what marriage is, rather. So if American culture really doesn't tie religion or stigma or pressure into marriage. I think there's all parts of that in an American marriage, quote unquote, or like what it means to be married in America. Okay. All right. You know what? I shouldn't say America. That's insensitive. If pop culture. Well, pop culture should not be the example of a lot of things that but it's it become is. the example of. But it is. I mean, the reality is pop culture pretty much defines. Well, whether it is or whether it's thrust upon people to for them to perceive that it is because this is what is so you know exciting and cool yeah it's thrust upon people yeah i mean i would say it's thrust upon people just like religion is that's really interesting religion and pop culture is a very interesting question they almost seem like polar opposites at some times but then they overlap so perfectly you know you know steve jobs his biggest um the thing he would say never heard of that name What, what did he do the thing he would say the most is never trust dogma the people who made the rules were no smarter than you. That just sounds like a rule that's no smarter than me. So why should I trust it? No, you, I'm not I saying... I know, maybe I'm reading, I'm just an ass, that's all. <laughs> I'm not saying trust or not trust, but Steve Jobs would say that about, about religion for what you're saying is because why is it thrust upon you the way that it is? Like, why is it assumed? Like, he had a problem with the fact that we just assume that this is what it is. And his whole mantra was push the bubble think outside the box don't you know don't take what everyone says for fact which is ironic for the company that he founded what it has become well well that's a whole other conversation i know i understand apple 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 went the way where corporate profits lay well of course and steve didn't do that that's really the difference no that was where it was on track to go well if steve didn't die it would be a radically different company what do you think joe joe what do you think At least Joe's bringing us back. There is some overlap, but uh, 
Well, okay. Let's talk about pop culture and what it means for like the youth and for people who are growing up to one day perhaps get married, right? Because the target demographic here is people who are not married, which predominantly is people under 40, right? Like more than likely that's the age group you're looking at people who are in the market of marriage, right? Sure. I don't know. What there the are norm- extenuating circumstances, I would say, but the, the norm is that age. There are yeah. a lot of people who get married in their 40s and 50s and 60s and remarried, of course, but most people get married for the first time before 40. Fair. At some, right? So, that's right. So if you agree, that means the people who grew up, the people who was, you know, take us, born 89 to 91, right? Like that little pocket of, of, of people all these people grew up through like all of the culture that we went through. Most of it was defined by pop culture. I mean, think about it. Like, did you like wrestling? And when you were in like grade school? Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh yeah. Right. When you were watching the undertaker in fifth grade, that's pop culture. Like, right. My dad fucking hated that shit. He did not like, he's like, this is some <laughs> bullshit. Like how did your immigrant parents like, I, didn't, uh, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. It. But they must have had an opinion. Think about it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's awful. These, these, these animals. But, like, they used to say, why you want, you want to go to a zoo to watch animals? Why do you have to watch it on TV? I mean, not even that. It was like, <laughs> they used to say. if he got, my dad would be like, listen, don't be thinking that's what happens when people get hit with a chair. If you get a chair to the face, <laughs> you're not going to just be able to get up and like walk around and then spring off like the third rope. <laughs> like, like that was my daddy's. So he's like, so don't believe this is bullshit. And that was his example of why. <laughs> Joe, what did you Right. Which then you look at something like the UFC and people are like fucking busted noses, bleeding out. And, and then these guys just getting hit with dent, high density objects, not like even fists in like some leather gloves. <laughs> and they're just fine. Joe, what did your parents say of wrestling? Oh, you like Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio was Rey great. Mysterio. I like the Hardy Boys. What was the guy that? Oh, I got I got a reference for you. We had the Hardy Boys, the Undertaker, the Rock, Booker T. Booker T. You remember Booker T? Booker T. I love that guy. That guy was the sh- <laughs> fucking hilarious. What did you say, Joe? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. A classic. A of classic. course. It was all bullshit. Uh, totally. It was all bullshit. The Hulk. The Hulk didn't. The Hulk. That wasn't bullshit. That was bullshit. But anyway. I love the Hulk. Anyway, so okay, so all of that. Did you ever is- watch that show uh, he had on like VH1 or something? The where it was like Hogan knows best. That was a good show. It was a TV show. It was great. Yeah, I didn't mind it actually. Can you guys actually watch reality TV? No, I can't. But yeah, I do. I'm a girl. That's true. All right. So, like, what do you what are you messing with? Like, like, what's the what's what's your guiltiest pleasure? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, Joe, everybody loves to keep up. Joe. <laughs> Joe, does she make you? Joe, honest question for you, Joe. I We're want you to answer their relationship. Open please right answer now. this question honestly, Joe. Does she make you watch it? Never. No, no, she does not. Right. I would never. 
Because you, I, I wouldn't I subject have, him to this. <laughs> like, to this day, I have not seen one episode of. Yeah, I watched myself like with a pint of ice cream. Like, <laughs> never, I, never, I never want anyone to see me like that. <laughs> yeah, but if that's the thing you do for yourself, like yeah, that's not so bad. whatever you know, like everyone has like a guilty pleasure. But that's not so bad. I don't know. I I just it's so it's so cringeworthy watching it. I can't. I don't know what it's about. Um, what are they? Do, is it all like drama, or like do they talk about like the sadness in their lives too, or is it all bullshit? To be a hundred percent honest, I just like to see how they live. That's, still the money That's fair. To do yeah, it. yeah. Right. I think part of the their allure is it's this like dream life with all these worldly possessions that people want. All right, so like, well, how many seasons strong has this been going on? Like ten years? What are we talking? I want to say ten. So this is like ten years of like keeping up with the Kardashians. That's a long time. My question yeah, is, why hasn't anyone else made a sex tape with Ray J? Their careers could be like what flying through Ray the J? roof. What happened to Ray J? Nobody has looked into that. There, maybe there's something magical about Ray J that people are overlooking. All right, no, let me tell you this, guys. I will tell you one thing about Kim Kardashian that I will always give her credit for. She fucked the right guy. Meaning yeah, she, yeah. She, she knew the right dude that she had to get on top to get on top, and she picked right. Had she picked wrong, she probably would not have started her career. I got, I got to give her credit there. The one thing is I feel like... I feel like there's nothing else Ray J can do in his career to make him to one up the, that event. Well, let's let's look at the men Kim Kardashian. What has, could he has, possibly do to? Well, is what that would be known for more than he was just like a, a Kardashian artist. sex tape. Like, who was he anyway? I don't know, but I don't think he could do anything else to be known for anything but having sex with Kim Kardashian on film. And launching her career. I mean, there, there are worse ways to go out, bro. No, I understand, but like, <laughs> like this guy could literally find the cure to cancer, and people would be like, "Yeah, it's the guy that fucked the Kim Kardashian and <laughs> yeah. made her famous." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I think you could do a lot worse. I mean, fair enough. I'm, you know, yeah, especially early Kim. Early Kim, but I also don't understand early Kim because there was Chris Humphreys in that rotation. Oh, that's I right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Chris yeah. Humphreys got involved. Like, I never got the Chris Humphreys deal. Uh, and Go ahead, Em. It was 90 days. It was only 90 days. Well, why'd she do it? Well, who does that? What's the point? Also, why is there a human with the nickname The God? I, I Charlemagne. To, why is there a person on this earth who we call The God? Can somebody explain that to me? Who's The God? Who's The God? There's a guy on like the Breakfast Club who's like this big icon now, and his nickname is The God. They call him I Charlemagne love, The God. I love reading people's comments of how they rag about him. It's the funniest shit you'll ever read. I think he's a perfectly fine guy. Internet, like, trolls and commenters are some of the most witty motherfuckers. There's some comments I read, I'm like, I just want to shake your hand. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't even know, like, I don't know who you are, but that was like, damn. I, um, um, some of them just catch me by why, surprise. Why did Kim Kardashian deal with Chris Humphreys for 90 days? 
he just like fell in love with him and then he married him real quick and then she hated him after like 30 and like stuck it out for like another 50. Yeah, she was still in a honeymoon phase. She didn't have to. Yeah. You know, you love the thing about the first voice when she started it. And she was married before too. She, she, was, she got married in Vegas but uh, okay okay fine so so she she flies through chris humphreys for 90 days and then was reggie bush before or after reggie bush was before that before that she didn't marry reggie bush no i feel like chris humphreys is the kevin federline to britney spears as yes chris humphreys is also, Kim Kardashian. also, I I know you guys aren't big NBA fans. Let me tell you about Chris Humphreys. He really wasn't that good at basketball. Like he he played for the Nets for a little while, and like the Nets traded him to the Celtics, and the Celtics didn't want to deal with yeah, him. Yeah, I feel like that, that was a bigger career boost for him. Until yeah, he I mean, Chris Humphreys is like a you know like a three and t- four guy. Like he terrible at basketball. They only know that he dated Kim Kardashian. Right. I'm just saying, like I don't understand her choice. Like I don't get. Like, I don't understand how that helped her. That's all that really matters. She's cute and tall. Cute and that's tall and loves to play ball. That's that's what they say. Think about that, like, Thanksgiving dinner. You have Kanye. Does Lamar Odom still come? Does Lamar Odom still show up, or is that different? For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, he went to rehab. I think he's month. still in rehab. Is he? Yeah. Dude, well, Lamar- hopefully he gets clean. Yeah. He seemed like one of the more sane people in that show. I guess I just proved to myself why that's an intriguing show. I guess there you go. Intriguing. We just went on a tangent for like twenty minutes talking about him. So I guess there's 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 something to it. It's the Trump effect. It Whatever happened to Scott Disick? That guy's fucking hilarious. That guy made me laugh so hard. I don't know who that is. M knows who that is. Come on. M, who's Scott Disick? They're baby daddy. Josh, are you familiar with that term? We don't have baby daddy in, in the Jewish sect. There's no baby That's daddy. That's fair. Yeah. Is not a, yeah, yeah, that does not exist. Shlomo is not a baby daddy. <laughs> that is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We should probably go back to talking about marriage. Well, this is kind of cyclical and it yeah. comes back to it. Um, okay. So I, I guess, okay. I, I guess what I'm driving at is this. If American slash pop culture is trending towards marriage not really being holy matrimony, right? Like we're going away from that. I mean, it's not exactly holy matrimony, right? No one really treats the sanctity of marriage like. I think people. Some people still do. Of course, some people do, but I, I'm just mean. I just mean like, in the in the bubble of New York. California, Chicago, like so every liberal major city. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, <laughs> but the rest of the country. No, no, but but let's be fair. It, that's where it's happening. Bismarck, North. What people aren't getting married in Bismarck, North Dakota? No, they or are like getting Cheyenne married or something. They are getting married in Bismarck, North Dakota. There is sanctity of marriage, most likely, way more in Bismarck, Minnesota than New York City. Bismarck, North Dakota. Is there a Minnesota? No, Bismarck, it's North Minnesota. Dakota. Anyway. But my point is, is that in the coastal cities of this country where <laughs> I mean we're we're kind of biased that we live here but okay. there's the rest of the country that's out there well it's and coincidentally most of them probably voted for Trump it's New York it's the other half of the country look it's the big cities and everybody else I mean that's just what it is you one of them city slickers <laughs> in the, in the big cities there there just isn't 
you know, that that idea of marriage isn't as prevalent as it once was. Like, I don't know how you can argue with that. Like, but it, do you think I don't know. I don't know if it's because of pop culture, but pop culture is definitely trending that way. I, I'm not sure how you can argue that. I, th- I think it is, but I don't know, man. With the influx of immigrants, like immigrant culture's got like a huge tie on weddings. If you look at yes, uh, Indians, totally. if you look at Pakistanis, look if you at look us. at uh, Chinese, if you look at Koreans, yeah. if you look at uh, Latin Americans, any basically immigrant group, marriage is something drastically different than someone that's like a second and third generation American. That's true. Um, I just think... Because if you're looking at the city, if you're looking at Park Ave, how people get married, or if you're looking at like how people get married like in like Flushing, Queens, where it's a huge, <laughs> you know, it's more uh, immigrant-based. But you're proving my point. You're saying within the ethnic pockets, there is this ideal of marriage. Your point was that in the major city, people aren't getting married and see it as a religious duty. Because I'm talking about the non-immigrants. I'm talking about... No, now you're talking about the non-immigrants. Before, you just said in the city. Okay, fine. I should have clarified. The average third-generation American. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the average third-generation American probably doesn't know shit about geography in comparison to an immigrant either. There's just so many things. And that's what the rest of the world makes fun of us as Americans. They don't necessarily make fun of Americans. They make fun of people that have like walled themselves off in America and haven't taken a more uh, cosmopolitan uh, global view. And they're like, oh, America's the best. It's like, but we're failing in so many other things, but we're just going to be blind to that. No, I mean, we shouldn't be blind to it. We're terrible at many things and we're losing on the global stage. I mean, that goes without saying. I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, I see it every day with what I do. Dude, we are getting eaten up by other countries. I mean, they're smarter, they're harder working, they're way, way, way more knowledgeable, and they try harder, and they're they're just more diligent, right? Like when I talk to business people from Germany, it, there's a whole other vibe, man. Like, they're that's where I, I disagree to some extent. Okay, I really do. I, I can only speak from experience, but let me hear. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what businessmen are you talking to in America? I mean, the ones you're talking to in America aren't necessarily ones that you have to do commerce with. They're probably your buddies. All right, look, if I went... The ones that... Because you're doing a lot of overseas transactions. Uh, so you're, when you're speaking to a businessman in Germany, they, they're, they're in the game and they know it, and you're the American counterpart that they interact with. You're not interacting necessarily with other uh, somebody that's equivalent to what that person does in the United States. If you... If you ask the average... Because I think in America, we have some of the greatest of the greatest talent and minds. And then we have some of the dumbest and most stupid non-contributory people to society. Which doesn't exist necessarily that spectrum in any other country. Joe, Joe, do you think the average American is more or less educated than the average uh, member of the EU? The average. If I go over In Europe, if you average is yes. Well, yeah, well, we can only talk about the average. I mean, there's Why really not, smart though? people because I, there's I really smart people. The average here, only comes really from extremes, though. Yeah, the average American's a fucking idiot in comparison. Okay, well, that's my only. But point. I would say the average smart person in the United States makes way more money and is more successful than the average smart person in any other country. Sure, I mean, we can get into the economics of how in America. Well, that the the internet is really not a good example, but. Fine. What was that founded on? Was it any, any other brilliant country discover that? What? The internet? Yeah. I'm not familiar. It was... USA, baby. That's right. Department of Defense. <laughs> it, it, it was made in America. And if I remember correctly, there are um, German 
uh, English, Swedish, and Jewish engineers, like yeah. Israeli. Yeah. Um, and where were they recruited to go? They were in America. Exactly. That's they what America, America does best. That's what we did That's best. What, I think we still, to some degree, do that. To some degree, but not to a large degree. So what? So what if... So you're to tell me some fucking hipster that plays video games on Twitch.com, streaming, playing Fortnite, he should know how to convert shit to meters? No, he shouldn't. It's not no. beneficial to him. Why the fuck should he know that? The same reason we teach about chloroplasts. It's not average... It's not germane to the average Joe, but we still teach it. Yeah, which I don't think we should be teaching. I think if well, you want to learn about it, you should fucking be taught it. Well, we should know the tax code. No one teaches us that. Yeah, welcome to being an adult. What other countries... Do other countries honestly like, hey, you're an adult now. Here's a class. We're going to teach you how to do taxes. Do you think other countries have that? I, I don't know. I honestly don't I, know. I know for a fact that in Switzerland they do. I don't know about other countries. There's a class. So what are you... It's like, it's like a bar mitzvah? Like no, all you're, of a sudden you're, you're an adult now. you taught how to file your taxes in Switzerland. They, yeah, we're definitely not taught computer. I don't know. I don't know so they're it. like, okay, he, now you're in sixth grade. You're no, going to be working during the summer. It's in, it's in high school. So you're, now you're in high school, whatever. You're working at like the grocery store in Switzerland. Yeah. Selling great chocolate. Yeah. And we're going to teach you how to do your taxes. Absolutely. That's fair. But your first job does, tells you that. He's like, here's the paperwork, file your taxes. Okay. Let's put taxes aside. Do you guys, Em and Joe, what do you guys think? Do you think our education level is on par with the rest of the world? No, because we have a two-tiered education level. No, I At the end of the day, um, let's talk about the next generation. Do you guys think that you'll instill the same values in your kids? Or do you think that it'll be diluted over time? Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to like, Tell my kids they should get married. I'm gonna hopefully show show them with like my wife what good marriage looks like. And if and if something that they want, they get it. But I wanna I don't I'm not this is not gonna do like that's like I I'd love for my kid to play baseball, but I'm not gonna force them to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's my life. If he doesn't like baseball, so be it. I'm still gonna give him a bat when he's one to try. And if you like it, you love it. But if you Interesting. Interesting. So, does your view on marriage differ from Joe's because of that? Um, in what sense? I mean, I definitely want to get married, but it's not like it's not like I'm more interested in like getting like, my diploma. If that makes sense. Right. Like, right. Securing like, your future first. 
more focused on getting a job, more focused on kind of financial, like, making make sure that I was here before I bring some of along into my life, type of thing. Uh, but yeah. I think that's very important. I think, I think if um, you have, you need to find, you need to get your stuff together, and then uh, find someone that has their sort of show together, and then focus on marriage. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. I mean, because there's so many things that can happen when you don't have a career, and so many more pressures and strains on the, the relationship and things like that, and and. You got to get on your own two feet first. No, I agree. I I I, I agree with that. As the yeah, whole point of marriage, marriage is supposed to be it's we now. What are we building together? I've gone and I've done this by myself. I wanna I want to make something new with you. Right. And that's what that's what marriage is supposed to be. It's supposed to be building together, making things around you, all working together. That's fine. Not. Never used, even like I, I remember somebody I don't know who told me it, but like it was I think my parents told me actually, but they always were like not whenever we're fighting, you have to remember that it's not it's not you against her, it's you and her against whatever the problem is. Right. It's not it's not again you guys are together facing what the problem is. So, as the only married person here, I will tell you that I agree with everything you guys are saying. I mean, you're spot on. Um, the importance of being financially stable before you get married is bigger than you think. And you know that it's a big deal, but it's bigger than that. Absolutely. I think there's a, there's a foundation of that. It's, it's built on that inherently. You know, if you guys can't pay your rent or bills and all this kind of stuff, it's, it puts more strain on it. Do you guys think that the idea that marriage is how marriage is portrayed in movies and TV shows and perhaps on social media maybe gives people a false reality of what marriage is? Movies? Movies is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, I think 
really what do you see in the movie? See them meet? See them like date? Yeah, it's a pipe dream. Yeah, but you don't see them yelling at each other about who left like the dirty plate on the counter. Yeah. I think it does get pop up, like different things on like Instagram and Facebook and everything was happy and Everyone's a Shrek trying to find their Fiona. <laughs> Everyone's a Shrek trying to find their Fiona, he said. Can no. I address the uh, large mammal in the room? What was the 10,000? 10, 10 million. We're just 10, make this. Joe, how big is the Joe, gorilla is the... in the idiom? The gorilla in the idiom. I have to address this blank pound gorilla in the room. It's an 800 pound gorilla. Is it 800 pounds? Okay. We've been debating this Wait, for some. Since, since episode one, Joe, there was a running joke about the. I, the weight of this gorilla. Yeah. I don't know if it's, dude, I think it's 8,000 pounds. I think it's 800 pounds. Because we looked up how much a gorilla I for, weighs. I forget. And it was like 400 pounds to 600 pounds. So an 800 pound one would be massive. 800 pounds is a big gorilla. That's a big gorilla. I didn't know that. I didn't know how. Why would you address the gorilla? It's addressing you. We, we, we keep saying this stupid. Gorilla. But no. But really, the the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room is what about homosexuals and getting married and homosexuality and marriage? That's like, a, I mean, that's that's one of the things I think historically we'll look back and be taught in textbooks like a huge freaking change. That is that is amazing if you think about it. This is a great conversation, Joe. I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, because there, because really what I'm alluding to is then the rift between marriage of what uh, the government acknowledges as and what religious institutions acknowledge as. Yeah, that's what you're driving at. You're right. Driving, but here's the big, the big, the big uh, skew between the two viewpoints. Like, well, like, and like, you know, who, who are we? I don't, I, I think should be able to, if they want to get married, get married. Who am I to tell them not to get married? Just because I don't see the way to, to date somebody else? That's like telling, uh, I'm not explain it. Do you're, like, do, but okay, so that's how we feel because we're, I don't know, educated, perhaps, you know, young. Yeah, I don't whatever. know why the government cares about what two people do in their bedroom. But I mean, do your parents care? Like my parents really care. My parents don't care. They're like, yeah, whatever. They care. They, 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 they want to do their thing. They want to do their thing. Whatever. It was considered a disease for like a long time, a medical condition. If you were a they feel, you know, then it was like the gravity of that is crazy. And now people are open about it and they're getting married. It's a lot to kind of swallow. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Um, my mom kind of has a problem with it. I don't get it because my mom is super chill, super cool. But this isn't like seeing it. She's like, if I turn the other way, it's fine. But 
come up and go do actually the weirdest thing because we look back in history we know that there's certain people in history that were Oh yeah, it's believed like Julius Caesar. There's speculations. I mean, it's all kinds of people. It's ridiculous. Sexuality has been, but it's like so shunned away. It's been. It's the same prevalence level since Rome. Yeah, it's just how much it's been in the spotlight, not and seen as taboo. Right. Da Vinci was homosexual, I believe. I I think it was. Da Vinci was homosexual. It's a possibility. I, I I'd believe that. I make. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised now if you since you mentioned it. I'd be like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So the the, the reason that I thought uh, just just recently I was watching I I binge watched House of Cards and it was like season five or season four, and there's a lot of homosexual stuff in it as far as like the main character with his security guards and my parents were really watching it after me, and I was like they're gonna speak just because I I had been around them they think I'm pretty sure they are uncomfortable with reality. And a lot, a lot of that stuff is homophobic, and like to me, it doesn't bother me. But to them, at the older generation, definitely think they have. It's not like they are like morally like opposed to it. Maybe I'm weird, but uh, even like uh, heterosexual intimacy, seeing it like in a movie, I get like a little uncomfortable outside of the context of like pornography. I don't know. If I'm watching a movie and like a couple starts making out, I'm like, I don't need to see this. All right, they're gonna make out. Like, all right, cool. I'm not like, oh great, let's see if they use tongue, you know? Like, I don't know. Like it doesn't I totally agree, dude. Like I totally I, agree. I could not agree more. I'm like, yeah. why why do I need to see this? Whether it's heterosexual or homosexual, I'm just like, all right, whatever. You get sort of like yeah. your parents are kissing vibe. You get sort of like Yeah, a, I'm just like, yeah. I don't need I mean, let them do that. I don't know. This is an intimate time for them. What am I need to take part in it? Yeah, like, why do I need to do this? Okay, you're going to do it. Okay. So, look, when you guys were kids and you were watching TV with your parents, like, that uncomfortable level, like, when, you know, like, a scene came up where you knew that it was awkward, like, that kind of thing. Oh, my dad would just start laughing because he knew it was coming, too, and he'd just, like, would like be like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> he'd just lean right into it. <laughs> he'd just start laughing. He goes, oh, yeah. He just laughed at the awkwardness. It was great. It was like a saxophone. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Careless whisper starts playing. It hits the note when there's penetration. Like, do 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 Oh, yes, Titanic. that's a classic yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you were like, what, like fourth, fifth grade maybe, yeah. sixth grade, something like that? That's a huge span of yeah. time, but... <laughs> yeah. With like the pearl necklace. Well, she may have gotten a pearl necklace. Well, yeah, I, I immediately regretted that statement <laughs> yeah. after I said the pearl necklace, but... That was a layup. That was, yeah, I was setting it up. <laughs> I, I guess the final point is, for me, I, I, I think that, I, I really think that it's a problem. I really think that people go into marriage with, with totally the wrong idea of what it's going to be. And I, I, I think that over time, it's only going to get worse. I don't think people will stop getting married. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think the shift in reality of what they should expect versus what will actually they should be expecting to happen. That gap is only going to widen and that's going to be a really big problem. Do you think 
our opinions are pretty in common. What's probably has to do with our upbringing and right, our ethnic backgrounds, things like that. Right. But do you think the vast majority of people our age think like that? See, that's what I don't really I understand. Don't know. That's what I want to get Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Joe, like, do your friends want to all get married? Like everyone you know? No. It's pretty much that is I need to uh, find gainful and steady employment after my training is complete and then I'll entertain that. Uh, just the nature of it is because it, it's very transient. It doesn't, I don't know. It's not transient when it's established, but it's transient, transient in the training sense. And what training do I want to continue? What do I want to do? Uh, where do I want to you know, practice? All these kind of huge questions that I have no idea how to answer. But you guys are making a valid point, and that's the financial side of things that I totally think all people, definitely most people. Well, it's not even a finance. I think that's just a stability thing of geographically where I'm going to be. Stability, financials. I think most people see that. Most people agree with that. I think most people are mature enough to know that they agree with you. I think the gap isn't that. I think the gap is emotional. I think people mm. emotionally. Yeah, because we're looking at it like a strict business tra- transaction. Right. That's we're men, that's, that's and we not think that way. Yeah. yeah, and 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 we're brought up. Our upbringing has to do. It's with a that. component of it, but it's not a, a confluence of factors. Right. Absolutely, but emotionally, it's also different. I think people emotionally are brought up, perhaps in homes that may or may not, you know, have included divorce, but irrelevant of that. I think that what again, social media, pop culture everything around you, the glamour effect. Mm. I think people emotionally go in pretty much like for the gram. Like people go into these marriages now. And I, I know I've, I've heard, I have, I heard stories the other day of this, this divorce that happened. And it was really because her expectations were too high. He was like, dude, I I can't stay married to this woman. Like she expects me to do things that like cannot be done. And if they can, I'm just going to be miserable. Yeah. And like, that's a real thing. Right, right. I think we've also missed the point that we're talking about religion be uh, religion, excuse me, uh, marriage being uh, solely voluntary. In some cultures, it's not voluntary. It's purely arranged business transaction, bringing families right. together. My grandparents were arranged. Right. And they're still married and they hate each other. There you go. It's all fact. Yeah. I mean, there, there are people like that all the time. I think that, yeah, no, look, we don't force people to get married, but the... Marriage is still a hot topic. Oh, yeah. Like, it's popping. Everybody in the family talks about it. Like, look, the numbers, people are still getting married, even though the divorce rate is so high. Yeah. And look, tax factors, sure, maybe, you know, immigration factors, sure, maybe, whatever. Yeah, that's not the vast majority, though. Okay. I'm just saying it's got its place. It's not going anywhere. And therefore, I think what's just happening is simply that people emotionally aren't ready for it. 
And I think that that causes a lot of heartbreak. I think a lot of people our age are emotionally mature. Fair to say? Yeah, there's no way. But I think we're a little bit emotionally mature than everybody else. Hey, then what do you think? Well, guys, if you had to like hazard a guess, and I don't know what the answer is, but if you had to guess why is the divorce rate as prevalent as it is, like what would you say is the top two or three reasons? Like if you had to guess. Uh, I think we caught, we covered them. It's probably money and unreasonable expectations. Right. And where do you think that stems from? The like, fantasy behind it, marriage that surrounds marriage. That's part of it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would agree with that. Right. The unwillingness to change, right? Or to compromise. Not necessarily change. It's compromise. It's, well, that, that roots from selfishness. Yeah. And selfishness is rooted in the ego. And where is the ego more glamorized than in front of all of our eyes every single day? Go for the gram. Right. I, and again, this isn't, this isn't like a referendum on social media. And we spoke about this last week. And I obviously believe in it a lot more than the next guy. But it's still a problem. And I think that the only way to really fix it is, is, is on a micro level. I think that people like us and other people who mature and grow up just have to instill it in their children because otherwise it's a lost cause. Got to hand off the torch. Yeah, exactly. I thought of a funny scenario where someone says do it for the gram and they're doing it in the name of their grandmother to impress her. I don't know. It's, it's kind of silly, but that's funny. Yeah. I did it for the gram and it like pans over and grandma's like cheering. She got a new car because <laughs> the grandson's working so yeah. hard. It's a great question. What was the question? I didn't hear it. What's the difference between the elephant and the gorilla in the room? There's an elephant in the room? There's always oh, there's an, an yes, elephant. There's an elephant in the room. Holy smokes. That's very true. Right. Why did two different people choose very... Because I'm go sorry, with an, elephant. an elephant is much larger than an 800-pound gorilla. It's, it's more voluminous. It's, it's just... Elephants weigh like a ton. Big pachyderm. How big is the room you're in that an elephant is in it? Why would, why would you address an elephant? Why would you be in a room with an elephant, nevertheless? How did you get the elephant in the room? Right. <laughs> There's so many unanswered questions. The gorilla is in the room with the elephant? Oh, my goodness. This is, this is like Jungle Book over here. So you, you went to the zoo? Is that what happened? <laughs> this is Jumanji. This is what this is. You, you, you watch that movie, Jumanji? Yeah, I, I, Not the yeah. new one. They, re, they did a remake of it or some shit. Garbage. Dude, I'm like old school Disney. Like, yeah, old school yeah, Disney. Like, like grainy VHS. Oh, like yeah, that's, that was yeah, the best. That was the heyday. Dude, remember when you'd like... Robin Hood coming out with that big beard saying, what year is it? It's still one of my favorites. Robin Hood? Robin Williams, bro. Robin Williams, bro. What year is it? What year is it? What are you talking about? Jumanji. Jumanji. What about Jumanji? With Robin... He comes out, the scene with Robin Williams comes out, he's got the huge beard. Yeah. He's been in the game yeah, when he pops out. I don't remember. Oh, Jumanji's great. You know what I didn't like? Mm. Jungle Book. You didn't like Jungle, Jungle Book? Jungle Book freaked me out, dude. I did not mess with Jungle Book, and I messed with all the movies. But, like, Jungle Book, didn't. I did not vibe with Jungle Book as a kid. One of the best things was Disney Channel movies. Yes. As a kid. Yes, yes, yes. Joe, I know you watch Disney Channel movies. You know it. What was your favorite? Mulan. 
You like Mulan? I love Mushu, the little dragon. Mushu. Oh my god. Mushu. <laughs> Funny is <laughs> With a cow? <laughs> that kills me, yeah, man. No, my favorite, I would still put Aladdin. Aladdin. HIV Aladdin. You know who it is? Jasmine was low-key freaking hot. No, bro. Dude, Lola Jasmine? from... No, Jasmine. If you're into bestiality, Lola from the Toon Squad. No, I'm going Jasmine oh, all day. Oh, man. I'm going Jasmine strong. Joe, who are you taking in, in the pot? Yeah. All right, Belle. It's no. Snow White. She no. sleeps with nine other men or no. whatever. The seven Belle, Belle is way too bougie. Dude, Jasmine's a hood rat. True. Jasmine's feisty. Jasmine's, yeah. Dude, you can roll. That. If you're rolling with Jasmine in the streets of Arabia, shit's getting real. You good. Like, you good. You're riding with a bad bitch. That's true. Like, if you're riding with Belle, uh. True. You know? Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Yeah, that's good. Esmeralda. Uh, I don't know. I can't make up my mind here. Let me. I, I don't think know about, about Esmeralda. I don't know about Pocahontas. Yeah. Pocahontas. I don't know about Pocahontas. I don't think so. Pocahontas. Yeah. There's something about Pocahontas. How weird are we? These are all animated cartoons Dude, we're talking about. You're you're argue, You're you're going to be competing against the other men Pocahontas has been with. You're not gonna like. You're just gonna be yo, but I, inferior. I'm, I'm like, John Smith. What do you mean? Come on, dude. Look at what Pocahontas is messing with. Dude. Yeah, and then look at John Smith showing up. John Smith kicked the shit out of all those clowns. Yeah, John Smith was a badass. How, hey, lazy, how lazy were they in the writing room? Well, what should his name be? Uh, uh, John, John Smith. Smith. <laughs> uh, he's just going to be this white guy. This huge white guy. The Jews in that room couldn't do better. They couldn't be like... <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll do it again. 100%. All right, guys. See you later. See you guys. Much love. <laughs>